You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, we're joined by Alana Frank, who's the Executive Director and Founder of the Jewish Fertility Foundation. The Jewish Fertility Foundation's mission is to provide financial assistance, educational awareness, and emotional support to Jewish people who have medical fertility challenges. Alana, welcome. Thank you. So I'm excited to not not only um, am I super excited to have you here today, but you're you're from my hometown. Woohoo! Atlanta. Atlanta. There we go. There we go. It's amazing. So welcome. I uh, could you share with us a high level about what is the Jewish Fertility Foundation and, wh- and what do you do? Sure. Um, our aim is to help any person experiencing infertility feel supported and less isolated throughout their fertility journey. So we help in three ways. We have a three pronged approach where we are able to help people financially achieve their dreams of growing their family. We help emotionally support people through the process through traditional support groups and a peer to peer program called the Fertility Buddies program. And then we also are trying to shift an understanding in the medical community as well as the Jewish community around infertility sensitivity. So we provide educational awareness. That's so important. Alana, what what is it that brought you to being the founder of the Jewish Fertility Foundation? What's your story? Like, take it, take it way back, way back. So way back, way back 40 years ago, I'm 40 almost. Um, oh I was taught that, um, you know, you get married and you have babies and you live happily ever after. And it did not work that way for me. Um, when I got married, uh, when I was in my late 20s, I thought I was going to have babies right away. And um, we had we had just recently made Aliyah to Israel and it just was not working. And I'm a type A personality. I expect things to happen when I try hard. And I was trying really, really, really hard with my husband. And um, it, 10 years ago, social media wasn't what it is today in the sense that like, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew enough to go to the doctor. And over a year and a half, I went to sketchy doctors that were not helping me, but were charging me a lot of money. And eventually I found a doctor that diagnosed me with a fertility issue. And luckily I was in Israel where socialized medicine provided me the opportunity to do fertility treatments for free. And so I had two children um, through IVF in Israel um, about eight years ago. And then I moved back to America and it was really the first time that I started to talk about my journey because it was private. I was not talking about it at all when I was in Israel. I just did what I needed to do. And things were hard in my marriage and things were hard emotionally and it just sucked. And I was alone going through this. And I learned when I came back to America, lots of people are going through it. In fact, one in six Jewish couples are going through it. And they also had the extra burden of finances and it costs on upwards of $20,000 in Atlanta, for instance, to do treatments. So I wanted to be able to help people. And the first thing I wanted to do was to be able to help people pay to grow their families. Um, and about five years ago, I started talking to a group of people who became my board of directors and we founded this awesome organization. Um, and today we're able to really make a difference in Atlanta and beyond. Wow, what, this, is, this is truly your, your life's work. 
It literally is uh, for good or for bad, but we are, we're really doing it. What was it that you had your epiphany moment that's like, I'm going to start something? I was always working for awesome causes, but they weren't my causes. And I knew my dream was one day, like I, I was always dreaming to create a foundation to be able to help assist other people. And then I realized, oh my God, I actually have this cause that like, I can't be the only one who wants support and needs financial help. There have to be other people. And I looked around and I couldn't find anything at the time that was really meeting the needs of uh, on a community level. And I was inspired and it wasn't like I had a choice, like I had to do it. And then the more and more people I've met who had also gone through infertility, they also wanted to help. And I mean, we're helping hundreds of people a year now. So there was something there to it. That's remarkable. How, how was the journey from just going from your idea to actually making it now that's in an organization that's in multiple cities? So I have to say, like the beginning, I um, when I moved back to America, I took a part time job in order to I needed to pay for things in my family. But also I was able to have the flexibility to devote a lot of time to the cause. And those early days, I just like met with I put myself out there I met with anybody who would talk to me. Um, from the fundraising side to the board of directors, you know, advisory committee side to other people who were starting to reach out to me who are going through it or who went through it. And it was, I mean, it was looking back now, it's very hard for my type of personality to see how far we've come. But when I talk about it, it's pretty cool. But um, the best thing that happened to us was that like we pursued a funder for a while. And they believed and understood that they needed a staff person in order to take the leap to become a real organization and to provide the services that we needed. And that was like, I think it was just, a, it was luck. Other people say it was, you know, hard work, but without them, like we would not have, we would not be where we are today without their financial support in our order to hire me to get started. So that's like, one of the most grateful opportunities that we had early on. That's amazing. And, and you've been such a, I've been watching you from the sidelines as far as your, your leadership and your community organizing. Could you share with me a little bit about your approach or philosophy to how you've, and of, of how that is bringing you success? Sure. So we do use community organizing principles in the sense that, you know, different communities have different needs. Even in Atlanta, different communities have different needs. Different pockets of the Jewish community have different needs. And we, we really try hard to listen. So, for instance, we work with all different segments of the Jewish population, from in multi-faith communities to Chabad Orthodox um, communities to Kolel. And um, we were hearing in the very beginning that a lot of the women didn't feel comfortable um, in the Orthodox community going to some of our support groups. It was really like five years ago, four years ago, people were not talking about infertility the way they are today in Atlanta. And they were not feeling comfortable going to a place where non-Orthodox women were going. And so we started a community uh, support group in Toco Hills, the neighborhood in Atlanta where many Orthodox people live, and we were meeting their needs. So um, we have been seeing a trend of uh, single moms by choice who are interested in starting their families. And um, one of our grantees just reached out to us only a few months ago 
and was like, you know, I don't think we need a support group, but I would love to try to do a meetup. Would you, would Jewish Fertility Foundation be interested in this? And I was like, sure, no problem. You know, we created a face, a private Facebook group um, on the staff end. And, you know, I said, okay, let's, let's see what we got. And, um, and we paid for a dinner at a kosher restaurant for these individuals because we serve the entire community. And nine women showed up at the very first meeting. And these are nine women who are trying to grow, grow their families by themselves. And again, just like listening to the needs of the community, different aspects of our community need different things. And I think that's been helpful in our, in our success. Now, speaking of successes, um, are there, can you share with us a success story that's really touching? We have so many. I mean, it's really cool. One of the things I try to share with our board as well as our donors are, you know, people always want to know about babies and how many babies we've created. And one of the things that we're trying to share with the community is that we, um, it's not only about the baby, it's about the process to grow your family. So to be sensitive to that, but we do have a lot of babies. Um, one story that warms my heart is it's a couple called Yael and Brian. And they're just like the sweetest couple in the whole wide world. And we have a video on our website of their journey. And she was a nanny for many years and she just loved kids and they were not getting pregnant. And then, you know, she was having procedures and just not getting pregnant, not getting pregnant. What is going on? And um, they actually, in the interim, uh, got pregnant, moved to Florida. And, you know, of course we have monthly check-ins, if not more. And um, I was in Florida and got to see her pregnant um, just a few months ago. And just like, there's so much emotion and so much tears in the process and just seeing how grateful and like the fact that we as an organization literally got to make her little baby Ethan um, and was, but was a part of the journey and that they, you know, share that with us and they share it with their child now that Jewish Fertility Foundation was a part of their journey is just so touching. Well, you're doing so much good work at the Jewish Fertility Foundation. How is it that our listeners can help you or get involved? Well, in two ways. One, we just um, expanded our second office to Cincinnati, Ohio. So first of all, people in those two communities in Atlanta, Georgia and Cincinnati, Ohio, if they're interested in getting involved from the client end, if they're looking for assistance, uh, we're serving those two cities right now. If they're interested in volunteering, our Fertility Buddies program is a great way to get involved. Um, you're trained and then you have uh, a year commitment with somebody who's going through infertility. And of course, we run on uh, individual donations. So you can go to our website if you like what we're doing and feel like you want to support it. We would accept your generous donation. Amazing. And how... How else can folks find you online? Sure, jewishfertilityfoundation.org. Um, on Facebook, Jewish Fertility Foundation, Twitter, Instagram, we're, we're everywhere. Amazing, I love that. Well, Alana, I, I wanna wish you tremendous success in all of your worthy endeavors, and thank you so much for being here. Why, thank you, Bradley. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.